Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It takes more than Facetune to look this gorgeous. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was going to do a Facetune one too. It's okay. Uh, my Facetune subscription never runs out. Yeah, it kind of still gets under, but that's a good one. Yeah. I'm Tyler. You don't need to facetune these titties. (laughs) Seth. (laughs) You don't need to lick these titties. (laughs) And I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. Privileged Twinks. A podcast where we recap the Salt Lake City housewives. Who are very real. And they are very... (laughs) (laughs) Da-da-da! I was gonna say. Uh, this was episode 16. She said she's got a hot one in the chamber. Okay, do you want to start by talking about the reunion stuff that we figured out? Well, I mean, that came out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, we didn't have to do we much. We citizen detective. We didn't have to be do much figuring <laughs> out. Well, all we know is little Miss Murray didn't show up. I mean, but that has big implications for next season, too. Oh, yeah, that she's probably not. I mean, I don't see how she would return at this point. Right, exactly. So, so basically, Mary is no longer going to be in the cast. So, what are your uh, thoughts on that? Unofficially, but yes. I don't, I'm fine with it. She was a little, she was getting very problematic. I don't think she brought, she did bring a little, like, she was a catalyst for drama in the show. So, and then, of course, if Jen winds up going to jail, they really will have lost to Right, that's lightning the only rods. thing I was thinking. Like, if but, they go to jail, then what do we have? Just Lisa and Meredith fighting? Yeah. And Heather and Whitney going to... It'll be fine. They'll find... Listen, I'm fully of the belief now that Salt Lake City is full of wild, crazy people (laughs) in some way or another, and there's another rich person that will fill their shoes quickly. I know. I mean, that is true. It's just kind of would be wild if two of the main cast members... So do they normally start filming, like, right after the reunion, or is that just sometimes? Mm, Sometimes. It depends on their... uh, Slate. Like, I don't know, like... So, like, I think, I don't know if they said officially, but I know with Beverly Hills, they wanted to keep going because of the, um, the whole legal thing with Erica, so. Right, that's kind of what I would think think they they would want to do with Jen. Right. Um, but it's not always right after. Sometimes it's a big break, because there's been other reunions, and they're like, I haven't seen these people for four months at the reunion, you know, so. But I think, I mean, since the reunion just filmed, I would guess... That they would want to start filming again really soon because, I mean, Jen's trial date well, is didn't like... didn't that article say they were starting filming in a few weeks? Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. Um, but yeah, that would be wild if they if Jen left because of going to jail and Mary was gone. I kind of think it's a good way to do it because... Maybe not the most healthy way to do it. Because if they do the reunion closer to the end of shooting... And then a gap between the next season, it gives people a time to, like, decompress, either have distance or, like, resolve issues off screen. Whereas doing the reunion at right before filming starts for the next season is, like, allows people to relive everything. Yeah. And then, and then film the reunion. 
right. and then fight about it. And then a few weeks later, they're back. Like they had, they don't have time to get over it, which is not good for them personally. Yeah. Necessarily. But it is good for the TV show because then people are like, still. Yeah. I kind of like how sometimes, like every time a new season starts, though, it kind of feels like a fresh start, though. I, right. I think they play, I don't know. I don't know what their official stance is. It seems like they play it by ear. It depends on what's going on. All right. Well, you want to get into the episode or do you have anything you want to talk about mm-hmm. otherwise? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything. Do I? I don't think so. I don't know. We just caught up on watching all of Potomac. That's on Hulu. Honestly, I don't know if it was the best idea. I mean, Potomac is great. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like now that I've been watching Salt Lake, I'm like, make, I'm not mixing the two, but my attention. I'm like thinking about, I'm my brain is full of Housewife right now. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes like before we did that, when I thought about Housewife, it was really only Salt Lake City and like all of my attention was there. Yeah. And then we watched all of Potomac and a lot of my attention is there. I'm like, eh, thinking about it. Well, I mean, not really much happened this week too on Salt Lake City. So that's, I mean, the gen drama, but that was like literally was did two you minutes. The first the part, the editing was really, okay, maybe it wasn't the, edit, the pace of the episode was really strange. I feel like the the first thing that happened was, like, very quick, and then all of a sudden we were in this party, but that was in the daytime, too. I was very, like, what is happening? I thought that... I thought that they were going to spend, like, less time on this party, and then more time on the party bus part. Mm-mm. Whereas they just... It was kind of... I think it just felt kind of off, because they didn't... Even when they said, like, next time on, they spent so few uh, amount of time on the party... And on everything else that happened in the episode, and most of the next time on was the gen fight. Yeah. Which made me think that, oh, this party's not going to last that long. So maybe that's why the editing felt kind of odd. Sure. Also, I mean, we got a pretty good amount of time with the husbands literally saying zero words to each other playing golf, so. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, they could have cut that down. That's basically where the episode starts. Um, Meredith is, like, talking about having this party. Um... Brooks is with her, and they're talking about, like, putting the dancer in the hot tub, which comes back later. <laughs> but um, not, there's not really that much about the beginning. Carlin's, like, trying to make eggs, and she said she doesn't want to burn the house down like the last time with the paper towel roll. Yeah, who hasn't done that? Who hasn't burnt a whole paper towel roll? Yeah, you've never caught paper towel on fire. I don't think so. I have. <laughs> you know it's flammable you've never burned a house down <laughs> um i think it's really interesting the outside of the, the the boringness of the golf situation it wasn't fully boring but it was very it was overly long even though it wasn't that long it was like okay there it could have been like a short clip it was pretty long yeah um it just reminds me that because Sharif wasn't there for whatever reason. Right. He does participate, though, you know, as far as, like, shooting. Um, but I was thinking about how Robert Sr. doesn't do anything Mm-mm. at all for the show. He did the reunion. And Remember he was when all few... the husbands went out to that bar? Was he there? No. Right. That's what was... And he, uh, you know, and I was like, oh, well, you know, maybe there's, like, a disconnect because he is older. Uh, of course, like, the background and everything. But, like, he's older, so maybe he just doesn't. And he might not want to be on camera, but then it reminds me of Ray from Potomac, who's in his mid-70s. And he's at every party and everything. Yeah, and he tries to be there as much as he can, you know, with these younger people. He doesn't let it... You know, I, I, to I me, mean, I, I was like, well, your wife is doing a show. Maybe you, like, participate. 
I think it's established he and his wife just don't like each other. <laughs> like, I guarantee you Mary would rather go to a party alone. Right. I agree. That's what I'm just saying. It really just kind of sticks out. Yeah. Um, they are playing golf. They're kind of just talking about hitting the ball. <laughs> we, okay, let's not drag this part out for a long time Basically, either. Basically, we get that they're going to send their wives away on a trip. Which for, is totally, to me, this was like, okay, this is all production because no man is going to think this pack of hyenas sometimes is going to go on a trip together. Like, they just got off a trip where they all fought for days. Yeah. Also, why would you think sending them on a trip is going to be a good, they're not going on Mother's Day either. It's like a Monday. But they're like, let's make it a Mother's Day trip. And I'm like, Mother's Day is supposed to be with your family. Like, with your mom, you're like, with your kids and stuff. I don't know, necessarily. I mean, I think so, yeah. But some, I think some moms would like a break from their kids on Mom's Day. Like, the day's all about mom, not about... It's about being a mom. You say that as a not mom. <laughs> and I think real moms, well, my women mom, who have children, want the day to be pampered and not deal with all the BS they normally have to deal with. That's not how my mom was. She'd like to go on a trip with us, probably, you know? Yeah. Um, Speaking of my mom, she wanted us to rank the husbands. Like in sexual attractiveness? No, 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 no. I don't think any of them are very sexually attractive to me. I don't know. Sadly, I think it would have to be Seth was the best looking in the bunch. He is pretty good looking. Yeah. John's pretty good looking too. Yeah. I mean, Sharif's good too. Yeah. You're right. I was just thinking of the ones on the golf course. They're, like, all okay. None of them are, like, hot, in my opinion. I don't need to rank them. No, no, no. Because that's not fair. Especially their dads. They're, like, in their 50s. They look good. Mauricio's in his 50s? Yeah, he looks real good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But arguably his face is not that attractive. But he's got a lot of money. And there's something unique about it. face is attractive. Oh, okay. That's interesting. (laughs) I meant rank them on your favorite to least favorite. I mean, I think Robert Singer would have to be the least favorite just because he's, we don't even know him at all. Yeah. Disqualified, really. Yeah. Um, That's hard. First? Let's talk, okay, let's get into nitty gritty. All right, like a quick little vomit sesh. Okay. We've got John. Okay. Tall, skinny, but we don't know much John's about him. probably the most attractive in my opinion. Okay. After Are we doing this on attractiveness it? or just overall? Well, you started listing off physical attributes. Well, because <laughs> <laughs> I said he's tall and he's skinny, and that's really all we know. I think he's a good—he's a good dad, and he kind of levels out Lisa. Okay. Then we got Seth. Now Seth is arguably the most—he's physically fit, and he's got a nice face, but he has a real issue <laughs> with. Creepiness. Yes. That knocks so him that down. that takes him down. Okay. But he at least has a personality, I guess. Yes. Okay. Then we have Sharif. Sharif is kind of closed off. He Yes. Well, like, he's very zen master. But I feel like on camera, he just doesn't... He's just kind of like, okay. Okay. I would say He Sharif, loves Popeyes, which takes him up a few notches in my book. Yeah, he wasn't paid to do that. Right. Well, okay. Well, anyway... <laughs> He wasn't. This chicken is finger looking good. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Um, Justin. Who else is the other? Who's the, who am I? Justin. Oh, Justin. Okay. He seems the most fun. Yeah. But we've got some complications with the MLM. Although they don't really talk like about the, that, the MLM. 
oh, situation yeah, that yeah, we yeah. don't fully know about and isn't really talked about on the show. So I shouldn't really consider it. We don't know much about it. Just when Dana, when we had Dana on, she mentioned that the company he works for might be an MLM. Right. Anyways, let's just say... This is hard because they're all kind of just black. That just makes me think I would put Justin at the top because honestly, he seems like the most fun. I think Seth seems the most fun. He's just also the most crazy and cringy. Not a lot of people will just jump into a swimming pool at your birthday party like fully closed. I would still put Justin at the top. Okay. Because he comes with Whitney, who is also fun. Yeah. Meredith is fun, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Whitney's always fun. Okay. So then Justin gets my So now we're ranking couples. No, no, no. no. (laughs) He just has the added bonus. I just had a tie going on in my brain. two added bonuses. <laughs> I just had a, a tie going on in my brain, and I decided that's how Between I was him and John? Him and Seth. So Seth being the second, the even I'm, if he's busy. Yes, Justin, Seth. Okay, I would put Seth, like, in the middle, because... Maybe Sharif than John. No. It's not that... I, it's not really a bad thing. It's just, like, John doesn't... I don't, like, what would we do? What would we talk about? I don't know what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really... You would talk about basketball with Sharif? Football? Well, we could go to Popeye's. <laughs> that, again, was sponsored. Yeah, I know. He seems like he gives really good advice. Yeah, that's true. And he's very loyal. Yes. And he has... I feel like I would be able to have good conversations with Sharif. Okay. So you're putting Seth above Sharif. I, yes, because my priority is fun. Who am I going to have a good time with? Okay, so priority is fun. So you have Justin, Sharif. No, Justin, Justin, Seth, Seth, Sharif, John, Robert Sr. He's disqualified. He's not even on the list. Okay, well, so John's the bottom then if Robert Sr. is disqualified. Yes. Oh, wait, Dewey. (gasps) No, Dewey's the bottom. (laughs) Dewey's the absolute bottom, bottom. Yeah, and then he caught up on that microphone today. I couldn't talk to him without, we'd have, we already got beef. We beef at Dewey and you didn't even know it. (laughs) You don't even care. He also got up on that microphone and was like, our wives who brought us children. Yeah, like, apparently he should have been, he was thinking not enough. Right, that's what I, that's what I kept thinking when he was up there. Mm, dumb Dewey. So Dewey's below Robert Sr.? No, because Robert Sr. is disqualified. Okay. But Dewey's the bottom. He seems likable, but he said some heinous things. Heinous! I might put, just put Sharif, okay, like how I was like going so gung-ho for John and then I did realize like I really don't know anything about him and he's kind of boring. <laughs> uh, he does seem very calm. I think I would do Justin, then Sharif, and then Seth, then John, then Dewey. Right. We're almost in agreement. Yeah. Seth is just like, if I was around that every day and it was the exact same thing every time, I would be like, I can't deal with this. Like, it reminds me of, like, some of my fraternity brothers that just thought it was really funny to talk about sex all the time. And I was like, you have no other personality and I hate you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, fair. So Heather and Jen go to a spa, uh, which looks, like, nice. Like... Yeah, that gave me uh, FOMO. Being in a sunroom I was like, I surrounded really... by mountains, snowy in mountains. Snow. But in a, in but... a heated pool. Right. <laughs> with champagne. With champagne and... and... Whores divorce. And clearly it was fine in there because they were, like, wearing nothing. Mm-hmm. I uh, usually don't feel that. And I was like, I am missing out on this spa action. And I want to get in on <laughs> but it. But that's a very unique spa, though, situation. I want to go. Okay. Let's find out where they went and let's book a trip, beesh. Yeah, I wrote down I want to go. 
Um, I thought it was funny that Jen said, like, this is the idea of a spot. I had not Ted Bundy's campground. Oh, my God. Like, the last one. <laughs> that one was cool, too, though. She just doesn't appreciate being outdoors. <laughs> right. But also, it's just funny that that's what she said. And they went far away. Also, I would have probably said, like... Uh, oh, you know what? If I had gone two or three hours out of my way and that was what I got, I might have been pissed too. It's just not a spa. It's like you're going to a natural bath spring type. thing. Yeah, spring thing. Yeah, it better heal me of something, honey. I better leave there rejuvenated. It was more Charles Manson. The clearest ranch. skin I've ever seen. Huh? Oh, oh my god! Don't say that. What? It was more that than Ted Bundy campground. Uh, let's leave the. Brutal murderers out of it. She's the one that brought it up. Well, she was wrong for that. Okay, well, basically in this part, we just find out that Meredith didn't invite Jen to Seth's party. In her confessional, she said... Didn't I tell you? (laughs) She said, you're a fake-ass bitch who's just mad because their membership at Facetune ran out. Yes, it was funny. It was funny, but also it was like zero to a (laughs) hundred. She's very gentle. She's like, she wasn't invited... I wasn't invited to the party. She's a fake-ass bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't really think, I think Meredith, I mean, I have some qualms about the way Meredith has handled it. However, I think Meredith has been very clear about her feelings about Jen. So I don't think it's fake. It just I don't even think the thing last week was fake. The thing that it seems like she's like harping on is that last season Meredith did things, quote unquote, that she said. That like she just gets away with because she's Meredith. Whereas Jen doesn't get away with things because she's Jen. Yeah, that's because um, you rubbed everybody raw. Right. With I don't your, all the shit you did. I don't agree with it, but that's why I think she's mad at Meredith. Okay, but even if it was true, Meredith doesn't cause as many problems as you do. This is how I think Jen's time goes when she gets off the show and she's just alone in her bedroom. She just starts misremembering every single thing mm-hmm. and make downplaying the things that she does and upplaying the things that other people do. And then she just gets riled up about it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's right, TD. Um, Heather kind of mentions the fact that Mary uh, said the thing about messing with her church, you go to jail. Um, And then... Which I'm still annoyed by. That's clearly a... Not like... Mary wasn't saying, you messed with my church and I called the cops and look what happened to you. That was... The Lord protects me. You came for me and Jesus came after you. However, later, Meredith is very sus. She is, but that doesn't change how I feel about the Mary The Mary They're, like, twisting it out of proportion. I don't... Yeah, I agree with you, but it just seems like this is kind of planting the seed in Jen's head that, like, Meredith and Mary might have done it. Or called the cops. Yeah. That was, like, what the whole point of this was, basically. Mm -hmm. And to say she's not coming to the party. I mean, do you think they would have done that? I don't know. I think I think I said it in the last episode. It just, I don't think the cops needed any help. No I don't know about that, but Meredith just... it. She just seems like she's holding back something. I don't know what it is exactly. She's disengaged. Um, okay, so now we're going to the party. Seth makes this weird comment that he's going to treat Meredith like his second wife all night. Have you ever heard someone say that? Something like that? I don't think I've ever heard somebody say it in person. Like, is he just... Like, implying that he, like, he's going to treat her as if she was, like, a lover? Right. His side, his side piece yeah, of yeah, all yeah. The, act, the money in action. Because so it's not happening at home. And she was kind of like, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, you know, they had those at one point. Or yeah. she did, I don't know, uh, You so know, whatever makes you happy, honey. 
Well, apparently <laughs> gays and having a dog at her party make her happy because... There were many. There were many. Well, there were many gays. I don't know about dogs. Oh, in the gift baskets, there's like a shirtless mirror selfie of Seth that he oh clearly took God. and filtered black and white. <laughs> although, okay, although I was a little offended, not offended for him. I wouldn't say offended, but I was like, okay, girl. His daughter was like, that's a midlife crisis if ever I've seen one. I was like, you get older, bitch, and see how you feel. Okay, when funny. life goes by and all the things you thought were going to happen didn't happen. And things you didn't think were happening did. And then you're like, what the hell? Where am I? And then you have feelings about it. It doesn't take to 50 or midlife. She said if midlife uh, crisis I'm unpacking could, some trauma. Could okay? be a photo. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's what <laughs> it was funny. But I was like, also, okay. You talking outside of your neck. Shit hit up. <laughs> okay, Lisa comes in. And there's like a comment that Brooke said he was going to wear the same pants that night. But the funnier part was Lisa just was like, your dancer's really having a good time. And they just <laughs> cut to the dancer alone in the hot tub in the corner just dancing. The one dancer. The single dancer. And she's wearing like a bathing suit. It's not like she was wearing like, I don't know, it wasn't like a go-go dancer outfit. Yeah. And also, what was that earlier in the episode that like Burks, I think it was, that made a comment about the dancer's height. And I was like, she's just... I don't think that was relevant. <laughs> like, it is a, <laughs> like, she's like, fine. Also, it kind of reminds me of the, remember the mermaid from one of the, was that Beverly Hills? Yeah, Where yeah, she was, yeah, like, yeah. flopping on the side she of the was, pool? Yes. They really hire some interesting, um, the whole industry of side, get, like, party dancers is very strange. Right. When people are, like, rich, they just think, like, oh, I'll just have pay people to come dance. To enter, to give some people to look at? On um, Potomac, know. they were, they, like... Karen fully had a party, and then there was a fence, and then on the other side of the fence, there were dancers. Do you remember that? And they were all kind of, like, staring over the fence at them. Yeah, it's a little strange. Just awkward. Just, like, don't have them there. Yeah. Also, what are they adding to? I don't know. Conversation? Gives people something to talk about besides the weather. At least on Beverly Hills, they had, like, 80 of them. They did have, yes, a lot. <laughs> Not just a single one in the corner. And they were like contortionists, some of them. Right, right, so, right. Anyways, not just kind of be bopping in the hot tub. Um. Okay, Mary says she's going to like ignore Jenny. We really get like zero Jenny. Yeah, but we do need to give Mary, I want to give Mary props this episode for her Alexander McQueen look. Because she looked good. Say what you want, she looked good. Sometimes she wears her couture and she does not look good. But today she looked good. I didn't love the bottom of it. I did. It kind of like flared out in a weird way. And it reminded me of one of those like, you know, like a party favor that like is flat. And then you can undo it and it kind of becomes a ball or like a a turkey Uh or something. That's what it looked like. A fanned out one of those at the bottom of her blazer dress. Yeah. I could see that. But I still liked it. Does not change my opinion. Yeah. Uh, she also says, like, I only came because Seth invited me himself. And I loved the invitation. Oh, and of course for Meredith. Yeah. It was... She just says, like, messy things for no reason, I feel like, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith and Mary sit down and they're, like, basically minimizing again how Jenny fell at the last party. Uh, Meredith kind of sticks up for her a little bit and was like, you shouldn't say things if she says they're offensive, but... She shouldn't have returned the shoes. Well, I don't think she said you shouldn't have returned it. She did say, I think she did somewhat own it of saying, like, you know, you were wrong for saying that. Uh-huh. The the eye comment. 
But don't don't put a but after anything like that. Well, there were two things. Yeah. She said, you shouldn't have said that. But the second thing, I didn't really understand. I think that's fine. Yeah, I guess. She I couldn't just... remember either. Although, in the moment, Meredith was like, did you tell her about that the shoes were for Jen? And she says, no. She's like, why didn't you tell me then that you didn't want the shoes if it was insulting to your culture? And then she was like, no, I didn't tell her they were for Jen. So right. like, how is she supposed to tell you? But then I also remember it in my head. I remember her saying that it was not, she didn't say it was for Jen, but she did say she already used. had it. Yeah. So. Either way, it seems like Mary told Lisa that the shoes were actually for Jen. And then Lisa told Jenny. And then they all, they both were kind of like, why would Lisa tell her? And I'm like, because it's a shitty thing to do. I don't know. Like, you brought gifts for everybody, but maybe not for Jenny. And then Jen doesn't show up, so you give her Jen's gifts. Like, that's shitty. I would want to be told. Yeah. But they're also saying it's messy. I don't think it's messy, though. But to them, maybe it is. And if she's, like, good friends with them, then why is she giving somebody ammunition? Okay, they all sing happy birthday to Seth in kind of, like, a really funny, like, cast photo-looking thing. Like, they're all, all, the whole cast is up there in front of the party. Um, and then Dewey says the thing that he's gonna... They're doing the Mother's Day trip. Yes. And Mm. it's in Zion, which is, like, a national forest, right? No, I have no idea. Never heard of it. Well, I guess we'll find out next week, hopefully. Unless Jen wrecks the bus. Um... It's a possibility. They kind of have this weird thing where they ask him out loud, are we inviting Jen? He says, on the mic. That's a great question. <laughs> I just think it's they funny to imagine then. other people at this party. Yeah. Like, that aren't part of the show. They're just watching this whole thing happen. It's just funny and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen, we then we cut to Jen. And a cut crease. They're at their house. Um... They went to couples therapy and she's like saying that they should do a painting. And then they also talk about how she went to tour a house, but it was too small because it was just a two bedroom. I mean, that's very small compared to what she has now. It is. But also the whole point is that they have to downsize. Yeah, but I I think you could probably downsize from a palatial estate to a big house versus going to a single wide trailer. You know what I mean? It's a little extreme. Yeah. I mean, maybe they are that, maybe they need to, but I'm just saying. I, I don't blame her for that because the two bedroom would be very small in comparison to where they're at now. That's true. Also, the paintings that they do are literally just, they wrote words with paint. Yeah. But don't <laughs> hate on that, Ty. Tyler, if you don't know, is um, artistically gifted and, or spent his grandmother as an art teacher. So he grew up in a household where he was able to um, develop some skills. Unlike many people in this world. It's just funny to be like, let's do a painting. And then they just write words on a piece of paper. There was like a horse someone, A really stick figure horse. Or dog, maybe. I'm not sure. Jen didn't draw anything. but I think it was Sharif's. Yeah. Hers said, my love for you is strong and eternal. We are blessed. Oh. Uh, uh, so like a, so like one of those signs you put in your house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Gather. Yeah. She yeah. said she wanted to put them on the walls and Sharif said no. <laughs> <laughs> Sharif just says, like, random words. And the ones I wrote down were love, loyal, and beach. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe it was a therapeutic exercise for them. I was a little bored at this part, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like you got up and walked a while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back at the party, Whitney gives Seth the cake that's, like, 
in her boobs. In her boobs image. <laughs> and he loves it. She says, I know you have an appreciation of my cleavage. And then they show like three separate clips where he like. Is talking about her boobs. Calls them art and great. And that he's like wanting Meredith to get the same treatment. Mm. Okay. This is the only thing I, I thought was strange about it. And not really from him doing all this. Because I thought it was funny. Especially when he liked the nipples. I like laughed so loud. I don't know. I was like, why am I laughing so hard? But I thought it was funny. I hated that part. I know. You were kind of cringy. And I was like, ah, ha, ha. It's because he's, like, in front of a whole party, like, sexually licking a cake. Anyways. <laughs> you don't think that's on? And that's that on that. No. I don't. No, it was funny. I mean, what else are you going to do with a boob cake? This is funny. You with literal Just nipples. Just cut it. Right? I say literal. They're not literal. Just cut but. into it and eat it. Anyways. Um, <coughs> but uh, Meredith has a great... Yeah. Rack. Like, I don't like to say the word rack, but her boobs no, are great. Did. And her... The way her... her Blazer was on her tatas today. I mean, spectacular. Yeah. So I'm not saying there's no comparison, you know, but I don't think Whitney's are like far and above. I mean, do they seem far and above to you? I haven't noticed like that. I feel like they both have really good ones. So I haven't noticed, but also I don't really look too hard, I guess. Oh, well. Also, I mean, it could just be he's like comparing. Maybe it's different. It's like something he can't have, you know? Oh, true, true, true. Or like he doesn't. He's I feel like, like the I'm, grass is greener. Yeah. Oh, but it's not. I feel like I'm just saying he knows his wife's boobs, and then he sees another great pair. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, I think Meredith's boobs are great, and I've noticed it more than I have Whitney's. So interesting. But also, Meredith will like fully put like her cleavage goes all the way to her belly button. <laughs> like yeah. not fully, but like I feel like Whitney maybe like does something. With makeup on them, though. On hers. Oh. Hers, like... She always has a very even tan all over. I'm guessing spray tan. But including on her boobs. And then there's always, like, highlight and contour on them, too. Oh. Okay. She gives them the full dresses. Yeah. I see. Well, that's what it seems like to me. Okay. This is the makeup I didn't know about in high school. Okay, then they ha- they go to Lisa, and it's just, like, this really funny thing where she's just, like, talking to these random people... This was a very short clip, but she's like, I'm a Miami girl, but I love Chicago. (laughs) No, 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 no. She said, I'm a New York Miami girl, but I also love Chicago. (laughs) And then I was like, I'm a New York Miami girl, but I love Chicago and Seattle and Portland and Los Angeles. (laughs) I'm a city girl. (laughs) It was just funny. (laughs) Those are all very different places. Right. New York and Chicago have beef. Miami is not New York. Sometimes I just feel like she just kind of word vomits, like when she's around people, she just says whatever comes to her mind yeah. really fast. But it was funny. <laughs> I mean, I get. I mean, I like those places too. I'm just saying you're yeah. identifying with them. I don't know if you can identify and say you're like from all of them. <laughs> but I don't know, child. Maybe. Anyways. Okay, Whitney. Uh, Asked Meredith here, point blank, like, is there more to the story that we need to know about Jen? And Meredith, like, slyly puts on her sunglasses. It was a very bathtub moment. Yeah. Um, And she says, of course there is. Um, But then she says she's a person who is in a lot of pain, and I don't want to add to that. Yeah. Her lawyer moment, as it was. Yeah. Then Seth pretends like he's going to take his pants off, and Jenny is, like, yelling, take your pants off! Yeah. (laughs) 
And then he just kind of falls in the pool fully clothed. And Whitney gets in right after. They kind of push Meredith in. Whitney runs over to Lisa and grabs her. And then they're kind of just all in the hot tub in their with their clothes on. Yeah, Heather almost falls over. Oh, yeah. Heather runs over and almost falls over. Uh, I feel like this was a fun little moment, though. Mm-hmm. Again, it's one of those moments where we just, like, see them all being joyous together. And Everyone I, except Mary. And Jenny. <gasps> oh, yeah, Jenny wasn't. <laughs> Even mm-hmm. though she was the one yelling, take your pants off. See, she included herself with the fun. Yeah. But I just, I like when we get these little moments that are, like, it's not all that serious. Oh, right, right, right. They still have fun. Okay, now on to the seriousness. We go to the party bus. Actually, Jenna's being, like, really fun at first. She has, like, a karaoke microphone. She's, like, yelling at everybody to get Mm, on the bus. Okay. You don't think that she was having fun right there? Mm. Yeah. I just really remember the other the bad parts right. more right now. But she, the, the driver's name is Kevin. <gasps> same driver, same bus. And they were just like, Kevin, we need to go. And then she was like, I'm serious. <laughs> like, like, Jen was like, let's just leave before anything happens again. <laughs> it's strange that, again, Meredith and Mary are not on the bus. Yes. Like, are you not a team player? Yeah. I mean, obviously not, because Meredith doesn't want to film with Jen, even though she works together. It's just, I've talked about this ad nauseum, but... It's weird that Mary, like, doesn't seem to have an issue with Jen, at least after the pho party, like, it seemed pretty normal. Like, they were on good terms. Mm-hmm. So it seems weird that Mary wouldn't go, because she went to this party with everybody else. And then, also, it's just not good for, like, the show. If you're going to be on a show, be on it. Like, when everybody goes on a bus, like, get on the bus. Stop taking private planes, because you can do it. Like, right. What's the point of doing that? I mean, I know the point of her doing it is to avoid them in the long bus ride that she doesn't want to do and being in a bus full of people that might fight with her. Yeah. But that's the show. Yeah. I don't know. It's just annoying. From a, a, if I was on the show and Mary didn't show up to Rina, I'd be like, well, or she wasn't coming back, I'd be like, well, at least that headache's gone because she doesn't participate. I, it makes me wonder, like, it's kind of weird that the, the crew can't, like, make them come on the bus. Mm-hmm. I guess you can't make somebody do something, but at the same time, it's like... Like Dana was saying, like, in these early seasons, you, like, really feel like you're forced to be in every situation because you don't want to be replaced. Yeah. Maybe Meredith doesn't care. I mean, they will eventually. I mean, if somebody... Especially if they're missing, like, big events, like dinner, like, times where drama's happening and people are, like, constantly gone, then uh, they will... Kick them off. Yeah. Okay, so a lot happens right here... But basically, they start talking about, like, did Meredith miss the last bus because of her dad's memorial? Like, that's kind of weird that she wouldn't have known ahead of time when booking the trip. And then they're kind Mm. of... I was confused as to what they were saying. They were saying on the last one, Meredith said the reason that she missed the bus ride was because she was at her dad's memorial. Right. But if they, she knew the dad's memorial was happening, then why would she cancel the night before? Why wouldn't she have known already? I mean, that's true, too. That's what they were saying. Okay. And then that she got to veil before them. It's just like all kind of the timeline doesn't happen. If you were doing happen. a memorial that day, then how did you write right. them? Right. And then they were just saying it's odd that Mary canceled 30 minutes before. I don't think the Mary part is that odd because she like was in she a fight and she just uh, like doesn't like to get in these situations. Mm-hmm. Like, she wouldn't have put herself on a bus with people she was mad at. Right. 
Um, but then, like, it gets brought up, the private investigator thing, and Heather is, like, Meredith did that because she was getting these threatening texts, but Jen just kind of blind, like, is already, like, starting to get heated up, and I don't even know if she heard that. Yeah. Um, and then they were saying something, like, the in last season, they were, Jen was being accused of, like, looking into everybody, and... Meredith was mad about it. They were all mad about it. Uh, and Lisa was, like, saying, like, that's not... She wouldn't want to be friends with somebody who did that or something. Mm-hmm. And then this season, Meredith is hiring a private investigator and Lisa doesn't care. And that's what happened. That's why this fight started, I think. Yeah, but it's... It dumb. was very confusing. Like, nothing... Because Jen didn't hire a private investigator. She was just Googling people, right? Or what was it? I don't even remember. It wasn't even that big of a deal on the show, I don't think. She didn't hire I don't remember it being drama on last season. Yeah. No, I'm talking about... I don't know. I think there's... No, no, no. I know. I was like, Jen didn't hire a private investigator. And I don't think it's weird. I think it's two totally different situations. Like, saying, oh, you've just met somebody that you don't know. Like, Lisa and Jen at at that point. And she's like, you just met me and you decided you're gonna try to look up information about me. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I can understand that. Versus Meredith, who's getting threatening messages and hires a private investigator to look into that. Right. And she wasn't even looking into a specific person. And the person didn't say, he just said, it's a good chance Jen did it. And that's the only reason Jen's name name came. Right, exactly. So it's not even a a similar situation. Yeah. But it doesn't matter to Jen. She's mad and she's going to yell. She said, I don't know why everyone believes Meredith, but when Jen Shaw opens her mouth, it's like a whole thing. I feel like the reason, I mean, I feel like she's just kind of misremembering everything because the only time that Meredith was like, she said she was slandering her fucking name. Jen says Meredith was slandering her name. And the only time Jen's name was ever brought up by Meredith was when Meredith was, like, when Jen was, like, putting Meredith on blast, her whole relationship on blast. Mm -hmm. Like, the only reason that she slandered her at the reunion, it wasn't slandering, it was, I, you did something bad, and I'm gonna call you out on it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you slandered yourself, ma'am. Right. Okay. It goes on, then all of a sudden, like, it starts going back and forth between Lisa and Jen, and Jen is getting, like, really mad about, it just kind of felt like it was just... A lot of stress building up, and she just took it out on Lisa. Yeah, but this is how she gets every time. She just, yeah. like, even before she got arrested, she just yells. Like, I can't, I, that's too much. You're too, first of all, ma'am, you're too loud. I don't care what culture you come from or how you handle things. I don't, it's too much. It's, you need to. It was hard to watch. Back it down. I mean, you can have it out without, like, starting the conversation on 10. Yeah, she, yeah, she definitely starts everything on 10, and she... I'm like, just saying... I don't even know what she said, and Lisa couldn't even really say anything yeah. that she was going to hear because she was just screaming. And to clarify, I'm not saying the culture thing isn't wrong. Like, I get that you address things and you are willing in your culture to, like, have it out with each other in order to move on, and that's yeah. normally what you do. But I don't think it's an excuse to say, like, to 
just come in on 10 all the time. Because I'm sure that's not how it happens. This is a woman with issues. That's what I'm saying. Regardless of what It does not feel like a cultural predilection. It feels like you just don't know how to express yourself. And you're, like, pent up. I don't know. Like, why are you yelling from the the jump? She screams, it's not my fault that uh, Meredith had a, a fucking affair. Um, Lisa's like, I'm not responsible for anything that Meredith has ever said. She's in like a rock and a hard place. Jen says like, you either stand up or you don't. Like basically saying like, you're either on my side or I hate you kind of, I guess. Yeah. The Um, whole loyal line thing that she has going on. It's a little too like, okay. Yeah. Um, Lisa's like, I don't want this tension. Jen says like, there is no tension. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, she said Meredith's a piece of shit. Uh, right. She really went in on Meredith. Yeah. And Lisa's like, Meredith and I have some stuff to work out. And then Jen was like, not even listening at this point, just screaming and crying. You don't treat me the same. Lisa said, I had your fucking back more than anyone else here. Um, and then they all kind of like stand up and they're like, Lisa is like telling you right now that she's a hundred percent on your side, like through all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lisa's like, yeah, I, I am a hundred percent for you. And then Jen is, like, screaming, say it, say it, say it. And Lisa's like, what am I supposed to fucking say? Yeah, I don't, I was confused, too. I was like, And then Jen said, shut the fuck up. And then Lisa's like, oh, now I'll shut the fuck up, I guess. And then that kind of triggered. Which is a very, I mean, I I identified with Lisa in that moment. I guess I'll just shut the fuck up now. (laughs) Like, that's what I would say. Well, she's literally (laughs) screaming, say it, and then shut up. Like, back to back. She doesn't make any sense. No, but then it starts getting like, I mean, we'll see where it goes, but I'm guessing. I felt bad for Lisa because, well, yeah. I mean, it's a tough spot to be in, but she really like, I mean, at least she expressed it, you know, like some people wouldn't have the self-awareness to be like, I'm shutting down. I can't like handle this. Yeah. It's too much. And then she tried to like remove, even though there's nowhere to go, she tried to remove herself from the situation because obviously she was like, I can't handle this anymore. Um, it Which, just, of course, Jen pounced on, but, like... I think the worst part about it is that Lisa has... I mean, since the day that she called Jen back and said, I'll get lunch with you, has been fully, like, I'm going to believe her until I have to otherwise. Yeah, Jen's not being a good friend. Right, and Jen's just not listening to anything she's saying. Even in this exact... In this moment, she's mm, saying, yeah. I'm on your side, and then she's just blindly screaming and about to fight her still. Mm-hmm. It's... A full temper tantrum. It's a full... I don't know. It's a full, I'm annoyed, why are you yelling? Can we, like, can you just be done? <laughs> I can't, like, diagnose somebody, obviously, but it just feels like there's an an issue here that we've seen year, like, last year and this year. You can say year after year. There has been two, but not year after year after year. Year so. after year, <laughs> year after there's year. a pattern here. <laughs> And singular year after singular year. I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, it's like, I like the show because there's so many woven things that are happening at the same time. Like, yeah, but also watching Mary and watching Jen are just kind of like, I don't want them to be on my screen. Like when they are. Yeah. I mean, Mary's not contributing much except for, you know, Grace's comments and something to talk about. So I don't think, I mean, I feel like Jen, if she's not convicted, will recut, like could still be a good asset to the show. Yeah. Um, But she really, I don't know. 
and you could you could chalk it up to stress. You could say, you know, before I feel like last season she did get to this point where she was like re- really aggravated, yeah. but I felt like it took a minute. Like it wasn't like right away. Like she was frustrated. And she would get she would com- be combative or or she would fight, you know, or defend herself. Yeah, vociferously. But she never. I don't think she was at the point of like just instant yelling, and then now she just is. And I think, I think she was in Vegas by the time Vegas happened. But that was towards the end of the season. Yeah. So I also, think after I just don't like. It. I get it. Like when things are happening in your life, like that is an added stress and might make situations that aren't that bad be heightened. But like last season, blaming it on the fact that your dad died a year ago, no. And then yeah. even this, it's like. There's someone yelling at you in front of you that I'm on your side and you're about to f- fully fight them. Yeah. And it it don't make no the sense. stuff with her workers, like, well, right. it's just, yeah. she's just a scary person, I think. Yeah, she likes to fly right off that handle, honey. We didn't get a next time on. This was like it mm-hmm. for said, this. You will not see. It didn't even need to say to be continued because we know it's going to pick right back up. On that yeah. bus. And then, yeah, I guess we'll find out what Zion is. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should look this up. I mean, I've definitely heard of it. I think it's like a national park. I thought it was like heaven or something. Heaven? Mount Zion. Isn't that a thing in Jesus land? Uh, yeah, actually. Do we think they're just going to be in like in a big cabin? No clue. <laughs> there was no next time on, so. Do we think that they'll have a, what was it called? The party planner lady? Ooh. Cuvée. <laughs> yes, Cuvée, but what was she called? An event organizer. An experience oh, curator. curator. Yes. No, I don't think they'll get that at Zion National Park. <laughs> you never know. They didn't say they're going to Zion National Park. They're going to Zion, which I guarantee you there's a really nice cabin in the, like, 10-bedroom cabin or some shit like that. Yeah, some shop. We do. I, I'm guessing this is where we're going to see them take that kind of, like, spiritual maze journey thing that they kept <gasps> Ooh. showing. That would be fitting, yeah. And they're going to hike. But, I mean, I feel like a lot of times they like to end the season with a trip, a big trip, and then, like, one final episode when they come home. Mm-hmm. So it seems like we're getting toward the end a little bit. Is this where, is Meredith going to say her... It's a date thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think it that's toward like Jen? It looks more like a party, to be honest. Yeah. Do you think that... Well, Jen is having a party. <gasps> oh, that's... It, it seems like... Soon, Meredith is going to accuse somebody of dating someone else that they don't want to talk about. Well, guys, that's it. No. It was really not much going on. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't too much. This was kind of another setup episode. Um, The party was fun, though. My big takeaway is that we need to go to a spa place for a whole day. Yeah. No, we need to. (gasps) I also looked up Beauty Lab and how much they charge. For what? Lots of things. Like Botox? They call Botox a Brotox for men. If you get... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought it was... Funny. I don't like knowing that fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Okay, do you have any... We haven't done this in a minute, but superlatives for the week? Yes, best dress, Mary. Come on, through Miss Alexander McQueen. Best dressed? Okay, the best she's been dressed. How about that? Okay. Although I would give best dressed to Meredith. Yeah, her, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Whitney's makeup and everything looked really, really good today, too. Yeah. Yeah, she always looks good. She posted on Instagram that that was her favorite glam look from the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see it. Best friend. 
to Heather for taking Jin to spa day. Yeah, Heather really is being such a good friend to Jin. But the more I just, I see Jen, I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I just wish, I don't know. I just like Heather too much and to for her to be around this toxic person and be so loyal to them. Yeah. But I don't blame it for, I like, that's just, you know, she has an ideal. She sticks to it. Which maybe comes from her background of, you know, in Mormonism, she just stuck to that for a long time because so that's what she's supposed to do. Maybe she kind of is treating it the same way. Yeah, you're this right. my friend. I'm supposed to stick by them. Yeah. Which I think is a good value to have although at some point you got to say okay i don't know if this friendship is two ways or i mean as long as she's getting back a friend as long as her friendship's being reciprocated and i think it's okay maybe i don't know you could say what you want to say about like being friends with somebody that's a criminal you know but (laughs) yeah if that were the case you know because she may not be guilty but if she were and heather's made it clear that she would still be friends with her you know, through thick and thin type situation, like help her to be better, whatever. That's noble in some ways, but in others, I think it just depends on your level. Like, I don't know. I would, maybe I would feel that way about somebody. Like if I'd known them for years, years and years, and we were good friends and something happened, they made a bad choice. I don't think I would drop them. It's more that but I mean, Heather, it seems like a good person. And I don't know that I can say about that about Jen. Yeah. She might, she seems like a fun person sometimes. But good? No. I don't know. I mean, maybe she's just painted as a villain. What are those? I don't, I never understood what those grids were about, but is she chaotic evil? Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely not neutral. (laughs) (laughs) She's definitely chaotic. Yes. So, yes. Um, okay. Well, this has been Privileged Twinks. That's Privileged with a P and Twinks with a T. (laughs) I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And thank you for listening. Gracias so much. Bella miso. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I cut that out. If you like this podcast, make sure to share it with your Salt Lake City viewing friends and subscribe. It really means a lot. Our listenership is continuing to grow and it's really exciting. So um, if you enjoy it, please share it. Yeah, thank you so much. So exciting. Very great time. And we'll see you next week. Great time when I was chicken grits. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.